Hey everybody, it's Raquel Knoll with Douglas Elliman and welcome to the Reels of Real Estate podcast. I'm your host and it has been a very long time since I've recorded a podcast, but let's face it, the last couple years haven't exactly been normal and you know what? I'm just rolling with it. It is a beautiful day at the end of November and I'm sitting down at Seacliff Beach from my very fancy studio in my car. Thank you, Shalene Johnson, for inspiring me to record my podcast in a quiet space, which is my car. You know, I think I've been kind of tossing around going back to podcasting and really just putting way too much pressure on myself to have it all be perfect and have everything be planned out and on a schedule. And I just ran into somebody the other day that let me know how much they enjoyed listening to my podcast and they encouraged me to just keep going. So here I am just putting it out there and hoping that something that I share with you is helpful. So I thought a nice way to kind of jump back into podcasting was to just talk about some of the important lessons that I've learned recently over the past year, year and a half, however long it's been since I've podcasted. And you know, lessons not only in real estate, not only about real estate on the North Shore, but just lessons in general. You know, I think that um, most people that I speak to these days are in the spirit of growing and learning. And that's definitely the vibe that I always like to put out there. I'm not perfect. I certainly make my share of mistakes. Um, so yeah, I'd like to just share some of those lessons that I have learned with you recently. So my top seven lessons that I have learned in the past year, year and a half, uh, number seven is the importance of hiring a professional. You know, no matter what business you're in, whether it's you know, doing your taxes or getting physically fit or purchasing real estate, there is nothing more important than hiring a professional. You know, when you delegate tasks and jobs to people that are there to help you and support you, it frees your time. And not only that, but you are able to get professional advice from someone who has experience. I mean, listen, we all learn by making mistakes. I mean, I know that's how I learn. And putting yourself out there and having the guts and the courage to try new things and new ways of doing business. So why not take a professional that dedicates all their time to one specific topic and have them run whatever project it is that you're doing. So if you're trying to get in shape, hire a trainer, you know, hire a coach, hire someone that's really going to help you get down to the nitty gritty of what it is that your goal is and help you get there. If you're doing your taxes, you know, you're going to hire an accountant. It's the same thing for real estate, hire a professional, whether it's, you know, buying a property, listing a property, we work every single day on real estate. That's all that we do. So we see the mistakes that people make. Uh, we see the challenges that people face along the way because real estate is a crazy market, especially in today's world. And it's really, really important to hire someone that knows exactly what steps need to be taken to get you to your ultimate goal. And if that ultimate goal is selling your property or home ownership, or buying a property, whatever it is, investing, renting, hire a professional. So that's number seven lesson, hire a professional. 
And lesson number six is to think creatively. You know, now more than ever in the world, I think we all need to think outside of the box. You know, people are were put to a position to think outside of the box when it came to commuting to work and, you know, how they were going to work remotely, how they were going to connect with people, form relationships. You know, in this crazy market of real estate in particular, buyers and sellers have to really think creatively and approach the selling and purchasing process in a completely new way. And that could be anything from looking into different neighborhoods if you're a buyer. You know, maybe you have your heart set on one neighborhood and maybe it's time to think creatively and look into new neighborhoods. Consider different distances from your job because not everyone is going back into the office and commuting. Um, so creating a work environment within your home and looking at your home space in a completely different light is another really valuable thing. A lot of people don't realize that if you have a space for a home office or home learning center for kids, that's a huge value add to your property. So just thinking outside of the box, when you walk into a home, kind of just keep that open mind. Don't critique things like color schemes or, you know, things that are personalized by the homeowner. Just kind of look at everything with a fresh set of eyes. A great tip that my mother-in-law who was um, into real estate always gave me is that when you walk into a property, especially one that may be cluttered or has a lot of furniture, look up at the ceiling and the ceiling will give you a really good perspective of the floor size, the room size. It's usually white or, you know, a monotone color, and that can kind of help you uh, bring a perspective to that property. So think creatively. Number five, uh, number five is the power of advertising. And that's something that I really learned a lot this year. Um, and this is really for my sellers out there, you know, a lot of people think that this is a great time to sell your house on your own. And it could be, it certainly could be. However, you know, we, when selling a property, we always want to expose a house to as many potential buyers as possible. And the more potential buyers we expose a property to, the more potential offers we can get on that house. So that goes well beyond your direct neighborhood, your town, your community, your friends, your family. We want to expose your property, not only to everybody in your city, but people in your state. How many people are looking out of state? You know, I know a lot of people nowadays are, are moving out of state or they're buying a second property out of state. You know, the past couple of years has really changed everybody's perspective on their lifestyle. So you really want to make sure that when you're advertising your property, that you are reaching people throughout the U.S. and internationally, because right now more than ever, you really need to have all of those eyeballs on your property to get the top dollar. So just keep that in mind that advertising, and that could mean whether it's internet, number one, that's the number one way that people search for properties is online. So you want to make sure that your home is not only on Zillow and realtor.com. You want to make sure it's on every tiny little website out there that has homes listed for sale. 
because you never know where that potential buyer is going to come from. So the power of advertising is something that I definitely learned this year. Uh, number four, social media is a must. So this goes well beyond real estate, no matter what business you are in, social media is a must. So whether it's, you know, Facebook and Instagram, 100%, but go beyond that, go to TikTok, go to Snapchat, go to Instagram stories, go to YouTube, go to YouTube reels, go to clubhouse, go to anything new that's coming on the market. Be there so that you can tap into that potential new audience to learn about your property. And, you know, a lot of people think that social media is really just about, you know, um, self-promotion or just kind of, you know, putting yourself out there. And it's more than that. You know, so many times I'm in uh, a home and I'm showing a property and, and they might point something out that's interesting to them about the house. And I'll pull up a TikTok that I did about it. And in that moment, I was able to perhaps make them laugh or have a connection with them. And all of those little minor details are what can potentially help that property sell. You know, sometimes it's something funny or eye-catching or, you know, just kind of crazy that just makes people take notice. And I think that if we can capture that on social media or things aren't so serious and just kind of form connections with people, that's really the most important thing. Um, when selling your house or when selling any product or in any business that you're in, connect with people sincerely, honestly, and humbly on social media. I think that that is uh, a very, very important thing to remember. So that was definitely one of my big lesson, uh, lessons that I learned this year. And number three, um, when we speak specifically about real estate now, uh, the listing price is not always a selling price. And that is something that you will hear me preach over and over and over again. Everyone thinks that their house is worth, you know, unlimited amounts because you can't really put a value on your home, right? If you think about it like that, your home, you know, is a place that you've lived in, you've raised your family in, you've cried in, you've had emotional experiences in, you've had triumphs, you've had failures. Your home represents a part of your life that really can't be purchased. There's no, there's no value that you can put on that that would actually make sense. Um, so it's important to kind of separate your home versus the house as a business and as a financial transaction. And when you're looking at your house as a business and your asset, that's a financial transaction, it's really important to separate those emotions and make sure that you understand that the listing price is not necessarily the selling price. It's the price that's going to draw in the most number of buyers. And when we get back to that point of advertising and getting as many eyeballs out on your property, you know, we go back to the listing price because, you know, if you think your house is worth, you know, I don't know, let's just say $500,000 as an example, you know, perhaps listing it, you know, slightly below that, whether it's $499 or $479 or a little bit more attractive where people look at that price and say, oh my God, that's the most amazing price that I've seen for that property anywhere. 
I am running to that open house. I am running to get an appointment. I am racing to get there before anybody else. That is what is ultimately going to draw you the most number of offers and get you the highest price for your house. So just remember that the listing price is not always the selling price. Number two on my important lessons that I learned this year is that a routine, a healthy routine is the best way to stay positive. So whether you are a frustrated buyer trying to manage this wild west of real estate in this crazy market and you're getting frustrated or you are thinking of selling your house or thinking of investing or having your first um you know tenant it's important to keep a healthy routine to stay positive and for me that means starting my morning very very early working out going to the gym at 6 a.m., coming home, taking my dog out for a walk, having those quiet moments with my pet, um, listening to podcasts, reading, journaling, um, spending time with my husband, my friends, my family, whatever you need to do to personally stay grounded and realize that any challenges that you're facing are temporary and that you can overcome them do it and do it consistently. So if you've been out there looking for real estate and you haven't found your home, if you're, you know, have your house on the market and it hasn't sold for whatever reason, you know, stay on that morning routine, especially. I think the mornings are really important to set your day off on a positive note and be consistent because that's going to help your mind stay focused and consistent. And when your mind is focused and consistent, you are ultimately going to be more successful. So that is something that definitely helped me. And I hope that that helps you. And my number one thing that I learned this year is to remember that anything can be worked out and it usually does. And I have definitely experienced a lot of challenges in real estate this year, whether it was a you know, challenges with attorneys, challenges with mortgages, challenges with personalities, challenges with, you know, landlords, tenants, whatever it may be. I have experienced so much of that over the past two years. And I think what has really helped my mind stay calm is that I always remind myself that no matter what, anything can be worked out and usually it does. And I think that if I stay focused again with that morning routine, keep my eye on the end goal, stay positive. You know, I really believe in the law of attraction. If you surround yourself by positive people, positive things will happen. And if you have fun, like have fun. I'm the person that I will have parties. I will host, I will cook people dinner. I will invite people to my house and open my home to them because I want to be surrounded by people that make me happy and I want to have fun along the way. We all are busting our butts every single day, especially more so 10 times in the past two years. And I think life is too short and you have to have fun. So, you know, um, stay optimistic, share your goals with as many people as possible because you never know where your next opportunity is going to come from. And I am a big believer of spreading positivity. So with that, 
I'm going to end this podcast that got me back on the podcast game. Um, so, you know, just once again, to recap really quickly, these were my important lessons that I learned. Uh, number seven, hire a professional. Number six, think creatively. Number five, the power of advertising is number one. Number four, social media is a must. Number three, the listing price is not always a selling price. Number two, keep on those routines and stay positive. And number one, remember that anything can and usually does work out. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with me, if you have any questions on real estate, feel free to call me at 646-331-1237, or you can email me at raquel.noll at element.com, or you can follow me on social media at Team Noll. I am always happy to help. If you have any questions regarding real estate or anything else, feel free to give me a shout, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much, everybody, and have a great day.